Did you click on this by accident? This is Matinee. I'm Maria, the funny one. Oh my god. I'm Julia, the other one? Wow, you're really having the time of your life. Uh, you know how long I've been thinking about that? I could tell. Since it was like yesterday. <laughs> you were waiting to let that out. You executed it very well. We don't have to keep that as an intro. I kind of liked it. Okay. <laughs> Hi. We're trying new things. Why not? Every day is a new day. Hello, and welcome to Matinee. Welcome to Matinee. Uh, today we have a wonderful guest, Ashley. Oh, <gasps> Ashley Kim. Hello. She's a dear friend of mine. She's a teacher. I think we she's, threw her off with our intro. She's a world traveler. She's and a lover of Charlie's Angels. Yeah, a lover of Charlie's Angels. Most importantly, which is what we're well, going to be talking about today. When I was a kid, I loved it. Yeah. Well, no. Let's jump right into it. Mm-hmm. So we're 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 talking about Charlie's Angels, the two thousand film, the first one of the later ones. <laughs> Well, yeah. that doesn't make sense. It's not the first one. It's also not the later one. It's the middle one. The middle one. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, you love this movie as a kid. We've talked about your love of this movie on several occasions. Yes. And we've been meaning to watch it for a while. Yeah. And we finally did. Um. But I was talking to my sister today, too, and she was like, yeah, I remember we used to watch it all the time. And Maria, you also have a, a history with this movie that involves your sister. Yeah, it does. Both sisters. There's, There's three, three of, of us. Yeah. Well, but- I did not have a relationship with this movie with my brothers <laughs> but no you didn't make alex no. and liam wear wigs and <laughs> i wish but i did have like you know fr- friends like when i was hanging out with like one white friend and one asian friend it's like we're charlie's angels yeah like one time a homeless man told me and and uh isabel and aaron that we looked like charlie's angels wow um, yeah what was that was that man charlie <gasps> Oh my god. Oh my god, that's how they got recruited probably. So strange. Yeah. Um yeah, I I loved this movie as a kid too. Um I have a, kind of like a traumatic history with Charlie's Angels 2 because it's the only movie that I've ever left the theater. Oh while yeah. watching. My mom mm-hmm. and my friend Megan's mom pulled us out of the theater about 20 minutes into Charlie's Angels 2 full throttle because it was so bad. Because it was bad and inappropriate and violent and sexual. Oh. Yeah. Which, like, my mom didn't really censor what I watched that much. I wasn't allowed to watch Sailor Moon. Oh. But, like, that's it. But I guess Megan's mom was a little more wholesome. Anyway, it was really upsetting. I was really, really mad. And What's I wrong didn't with see Sailor that. Moon? It's violent, quote-unquote. I mean, the original one, maybe, but not the one that you saw on YTV. Anyway. Oh, I didn't know there was another one. This was upsetting to me, and I, <laughs> I didn't see Charlie's Angels 2 for a really long time. Mm, so it made you think that it was not a good movie or like something you should watch well i wanted to watch it i was curious about it but i didn't get around to it for so long Mm -hmm. but the first one i've seen this one a lot what did what did you guys like do with your sisters there was a lot of okay there was a lot of us like well so we'd watch the movie and then we'd be like pretend we were charlie's angels like just be like no anastasia no sister come save me like there was a lot of like pretending that we were in these situations that required fighting and action and like to save each other and to help mm. each other to escape these situations. We did a lot of like fantasy kind of like I want to call it role playing, but yeah, 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 yeah like pretend. Playing. Yeah, we were pretending yeah. to be and would all, that and totally spies. Oh, I loved totally. spies. We would spies. pretend like we were totally spies. They had totally spies in Greece. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. loved that show. 
Yeah, and what about you, Ash? Um, not really with my sister, didn't act it out, but do you remember, like, posing for pictures? Yes. When you're in, like, elementary school, yeah. doing, like, the, so one person was crouching down, the other two, like, with the gut oh, hand that's guns. cool. That's very <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, very true. The digital cameras. But you did watch it with your sister. Yeah. yeah. I think, out. I think me and Anastasia would watch it the most, and, like, Artemis, and I think she was too young, but yeah. I even was on the phone with Anastasia, and I was like, we're doing Charlie's Angels, and she was like, no, I wanted to do Charlie's Angels. <laughs> well, this movie has quite a plot, so should we get into it? Yeah, let's, let's get into it. it. So we open with an airplane flying through the sky. Um, we see LL Cool J <laughs> in his like African clothes, and uh, the flight attendant immediately assumes he's not in first class, which right off the bat, I was like, buckle up, guys. This is going to be a racist <laughs> movie. Um <laughs> He has, like, crystals with him or something. He shows them to the guy beside him. Or maybe they're diamonds? I don't know. He's like, where's the bomb? And the guy has it strapped to his chest. Um, LL Cool J attacks the bomb guy. They fly out the window. They're falling. Someone jumps from a helicopter. It's Lucy Liu. Uh, she disarms the bomb, or tries to, but it explodes in the air. Cameron Diaz is on a boat. They land on it. We see our first slow-mo hair toss. Mm-hmm. Uh, LL Cool J takes off his face he's Drew Barrymore <laughs> and we meet the three girls so there's Natalie who's played by Cameron Diaz Alex who's played by Lucy Liu and Dylan who's Drew Barrymore uh, Natalie is like a Jeopardy star so she's super smart we see that she was a nerd growing up but she's also like really she's like goofy and silly yeah and clumsy yeah uh, Alex is an astronaut Dylan is like the tough girl I guess she gets she uh, punched a prison guard in the face yeah this is all part of the like intro montage yeah dylan wakes up on tom green's boat <laughs> the chad uh natalie's on the dance floor with all these different men turns out she's dreaming there's that scene where she's dancing in her underwear which like i remember so distinctly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the booty shake yeah i think i always wanted to be like in a t-shirt and underwear and like thought it was cute she dances so strangely apparently i read online that she like the director told her to dance worse and worse with every take and she was like i'm a trained dancer this is hard for me is she a trained dancer apparently she's like a trained ballroom dancer or something oh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry cameron diaz is a ballroom dancer is ridiculous (laughs) all ridiculous uh alex is dating matt leblanc he has really weird bangs and he's he's a a shitty actor yeah which he always plays shitty actors that's his role on friends from friends yeah. yeah There's a funny line, though, where the girls are talking and, and Alex says, like, they all come out lovey-dovey until they can find out I can shatter a cinder block with my head. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I Cameron those problems. Cameron Diaz is like, that's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, she's having trouble with her secret identity. She's like always baking for her boyfriend. It's weird. Uh, Bill Murray is Bosley. He gives the girls life advice. Uh, Charlie calls them to give them their next assignment. So there's this guy, Eric Knox. He's an up-and-coming tech guy who was kidnapped. His software was stolen. Uh, his business partner has hired them to find him. Uh, they find out he has one enemy who's played by Tim Curry. And we get our first undercover racist as hell oh boy situation oh God. we all groaned when this yeah. came up we were just it was yeah it was it's bad. so bad so he tim curry gets a massage every week at this like asian massage parlor and lucy Liu goes undercover to like knock him out basically uh yeah yeah but <laughs> God, she, there's the, all these shots of her perfectly manicured french manicure toes yeah. in his face and then and and then Alex and Natalie also show up dressed 
in like kimonos like yes. a sexy kimono a sexy but they kimono. also have like like face their face is done up to like yeah. look asian yeah because they have the really thin um right. eyebrowed the the like, eyeliner the yeah. is giving them like, a like changing their eye shape they're yeah. also wearing like white powder on their mm-hmm. face and turning japanese is the song that's playing None of this is necessary. No. They could have just been regular themselves. Regular white women working at a massage parlor. It's so they bad. could have just been themselves. <laughs> Nothing would have changed. There's so it many It wasn't into like integral to this, to this story at no. all. No, none of this is. Anyway, they steal his schedule. They steal his key, blah, blah, blah. There's like this one scene that I actually really like aesthetically where they go through the drive-in in their convertible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love how that scene looks. It's ridiculous, but because it's very of the graffiti on the wall, it's just like fun and vibrant, and they're having a good time, and they're ordering cheeseburgers, even though they're thin. Oh, even though we get like a close-up shot of Lucy Lou's butt. Oh, when she's fixing the the voice thing, maybe that's it was why like straight-up shot, like close-up butt. Yeah, booty. Uh, they go undercover to another party that's also Asian themed. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, there's sumo wrestling. There's one great scene though where Lucy Lou like shuts down a guy who hits on her. Oh, that's great. Oh, that was no. great. We loved that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're all giving each other like romance advice via their earpieces. They spot this guy, the thin man, who um was on the footage of the kidnapping of the tech guy. Crispin Glover. He is scary. Creepy. He is really creepy in this movie. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, he's always that character. Yeah, true. But he really works it. Imagine him as a lead of a, in a rom-com. I, I mean, I'd watch it because it would be weird. Um, and because it's a rom-com and you're legally obliged to watch true. I rom-coms. did sign a contract at birth. <laughs> um, they have this insane contra- uh, costume change. There's so many insane costume changes and like just absurdity. But I like that they kind of lean into it. Yeah, I feel like that's what people expected, and mm-hmm. and they deliver. It, they make it fun. Yeah, like of course it would doesn't make sense for them to just suddenly have changed into some new outfit, but it doesn't matter. You just roll with it. Yeah, and their makeup and their hair also yeah. is done perfectly. Yeah. It's so funny. Some of the disguises they still look exactly the same. Like when Lucy Liu had the black <laughs> yeah. wig, it was like, oh wow. Yeah, it's what just, a difference. It's her a slightly different haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no one will recognize her now <laughs> we get our first really ridiculous fight scene which is super matrixy and they're, they're just truly gravity defying mm-hmm. they fight the thin man in an alleyway also there's a song with the lyrics smack my bitch up mm-hmm. playing as they fight from the prodigy i think the music is so literal in this movie like every song has a lyric that goes with what they're doing no is that, that is fat so boy true. slim sorry listeners who are listening this is, have you heard that song before, though? Maybe. I don't remember what it sounds like now. It was such a popular song. Oh, I don't in remember. In the, it. like, smack my bitch up. <clears throat> it was playing, like, constantly in Greece. This was, like, a super popular song in I Greece. I don't recall. Really? Yeah, yeah, me neither. Maybe I was too young. Oh. Okay, because to me, I didn't even, like, click what the lyrics <laughs> maybe, were maybe, like, Greek so people popular. were just like, yes, this speaks to me. Yes, smack my bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the Thin Man gets away, but they find Knox, who's played by Sam Rockwell, tied up, like, in the sewer? What was this place? I don't know. Oh, it was a week. Yeah, he was in a sewer, I think. They ended up going down into Somehow the they got from an alleyway to an underground sewer But it's, like, the sewer space. building. <laughs> like, office building. 
question marks yeah. all over. Yeah. I don't know how they got there. Again, just we don't question it. So their job is only half done because they still haven't found his software, even though they found him. And it's revealed that his software is a voice recognition voice recognition software that could be very dangerous if it got into the wrong hands. The girls go undercover as people who change the tires on race cars. <laughs> uh, so they're wearing, yeah. <laughs> we have to talk about their outfits. Yes. But they're, they're in these in this scene, there's, like, all these, like, you know, what you expect, like, all these men in, like, onesies or whatever they're called, jumpsuits, work jumpsuits. Yeah, like, coveralls. Yeah, yeah, coveralls. Like, in, like, professional attire. And then there's, like, Drew Barrymore with, like, the zipper open to her belly button, a belong, blonde Marilyn Monroe wig, red lips. It's like, who would even, who would let them in there? Who would believe that? Yeah. Oh, this isn't a good cover. It's like bright blue, tight, low cut coveralls. Yeah. Like, Where did they even get these? Who's making these outfits for them? Yeah, because they would have had to take the men's outfits and then sewed them into tighter clothing. <laughs> Cut out so much fabric. The logistics are just... Most of their outfits were definitely purchased at the stag shop. <laughs> <laughs> definitely true. Like, we almost see a nipple, like, 700 times. Yeah, every mm-hmm. 10 seconds, it's like, oh, 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 did I? Uh, no. oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Dylan seduces the evil guy's chauffeur so that Alex can break into the trunk. Um, she licks the steering wheel, which is disgusting. There's so many germs on steering wheels. And kind of That's unnecessary. True. Like, I don't know what she was trying to... She's a badass, Maria. Okay. Um, <laughs> the thin man is there. He's, like, rubbing Drew Barrymore's hair all over himself. He's driving the race car also. Oh, which yeah. Is... In a previous scene, he had, like, ripped a uh, thing out of her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, a chunk of her hair out. This becomes a, a plot point in later movies. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah, because in the later movies, spoiler alert, he and Drew Barrymore have like a thing. What? Do you not remember this? They have like a fight on the rooftop and then they like have a kiss or something. See, this is why I don't watch sequels because they ruin everything. <laughs> this is true. I respect your commitment to not watching sequels. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Everyone knows how to drive a race car. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Natalie just gets in and chases him. They just know how to do everything perfectly. Literally everything. Yeah. It's absolutely... They're never stumped. No, never. They're never even just like one second of questioning, how am I going to do this? Oh, Mm. uh, Lucy Liu is an astronaut. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) By the way. (laughs) And that's part of what made... You know what? I'm not going to rant about it now, but I have something to rant about later. Okay, okay. I can't wait. Um, The car chase scenes are crazy, though. Like, the budget is next level. Yeah. A car flips over and explodes. Yeah. Oh, it's and insane. as it flips over, it hits a, a truck or, a, like, a van of some sort and crushes the top of it. Like, they had money to oh, burn yeah. on this And film. the race car that went into the lake, that went off the bridge oh, yeah. into the lake, they fully put a race car in the water. Yeah. Everything's done practically. Which, yeah, is what happens. So Natalie and the thin man go head-to-head on this bridge, and he ends up going over the side of the bridge in the race yeah, they're, car. Yeah, they're playing chicken. Mm-hmm. So the angels figure out how to steal the software from the evil people who have a company called Red Red Star. And it seems like it's going to be impossible, but they're up for the challenge. They're like, it's going to be fun. It sounds like fun. So, of course, the next thing they do is they go undercover as belly dancers. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh, this is so bad. Drew Barrymore is in brown face. We see, we only see it for a couple of seconds, but it's there. It's clear. It's clearly there. And I remember, I we were talking about this when we were watching it. I don't think we picked up on this when we were kids. No, no I had no idea. 
No, yeah. it's really bad. It's unnecessary. Completely. Again, could have just been a waitress, not in brown face, no. not in belly dancing attire. But for but <laughs> they are going to get the like the men who work at the company that they're trying to break into. They have to have their like retinal scans and their fingerprints. So they go to this belly dancing strip club. I don't know. Oh, yeah, what was that place? Middle no Eastern. Idea. I've never bar. Yeah. heard or seen a place like that. No, I don't, I don't think they actually exist. No, it was very weird, and they basically steal their DNA. Yeah, they steal his fingerprint from a beer bottle. Yeah, yeah. and then they three D print his hand <laughs> like <laughs> very quickly. Hand. Except for it's not three D printing; it's like with chemicals. Oh yeah, because. <laughs> Just like a that montage was <laughs> great. <laughs> but they did invent 3D printing. Um, they go undercover next as sexy German yodelers, and they scan the other guy's eyeball. I did enjoy that scene. Yeah, because it wasn't quite racially as racist. charged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still kind of offensive, though. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. then, they, then Natalie and Alex dress up as men. Um, and Natalie looked exactly like Maria's boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, it was uncanny. <laughs> they go to the bad guy, the, the enemy's office place. I was confused about what was happening. Melissa McCarthy was randomly there. Yeah. Okay, so here's what I think happened. They go to the enemy's headquarters, and they're like, how do we, we need to create a distraction. Lucy Liu dresses up as, like, a dominatrix professor (laughs) she was she was some she had like them all in an auditorium to teach them something Mm -hmm. some sort of thing teaching like a business seminar yeah to all the engineers so she creates a diversion by being like you guys need to be more proactive blah blah and she like i guess because turns them on and scares them they're like oh all the engineers are horny nerds how can we get their attention with this like boss sexy lady so she comes in with a whip and a full leather outfit but glasses to show she's smart oh she's very smart she's knowledgeable and in the end she's like but how do i do it yeah that was weird um so then they're all following her blah 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 whatever uh Um, so then meanwhile natalie and, and dylan can break in with these guys dna um they put on white bodysuits and they like flip and flop around and do like gymnastics, I guess. Yes, because you can't touch the floor for more than a quarter of a second, obviously. And the only way to achieve that is to do backflips really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They hack the computer uh, and they present it to Knox and his partner. Vivian um, Wood. Vivian, yeah. And they, they want access to the actual stuff like the actual enemy people's computer but the girls are like no it's not ethical we can't give this to you and obviously the people are not stoked um then so during this scene uh dylan and Knox are very flirty and then later we see that dylan goes over to Knox's house and he lives in the same house that the jetsons live in <laughs> yes very futuristic but in the year 2000 um although what year were the jetsons are they, like, supposed to be in 2000? I don't remember. I watched so much Jetsons. Oh, interesting. I don't There's know. Jetsons mug. Where? I have a Jetsons mug. It's in like this a glass. house? I think so. This is uh, ringing one bell. <laughs> How many do you have? <laughs> Five. Okay. Ding. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's, like, not down at first because she's like, oh, it's, it's not. I guess it's unethical, I guess, to hook up with a client. Um, but they end up hooking up. He basically convinces her. Um, and meanwhile, the other two girls are out with their respective men. 
Uh, we think Matt LeBlanc is telling Alex that he loves her, but he's actually just shooting a film. Alex is in his trailer baking for him, as she always is. She's planning on telling him, revealing who her. she really is, because, mm-hmm. again, this is a plot point for the later films, uh, because she's having trouble with like keeping her secret identity, which... She Obviously, feels, we all do. <laughs> she feels guilty about lying to him, so she's yeah. she's like trying to come up with a speech to tell him. Right. And Natalie is out dancing with Luke Wilson. Uh, <laughs> they go to Soul Train, and she's dancing to Baby Got Back to an all-black audience. It's truly painful, and all the black people are looking at her like, what the fuck? But in the end, they all kind of like cheer her on, which yeah, I don't know why. They get into it. when she, Once she starts doing the robot, they're like, ooh, this girl's got moves. <laughs> they're going, go white girl, go yeah. white girl. No, I don't. I, it's like, what is the point of this? It, it, it rubbed me the wrong way, really? but I can't yeah. quite pinpoint why. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Luke Wilson's in the back with like the, these like enormous um, bouncers, and he's like trying to like get friendly with them. <laughs> Yeah, that's so kind of It was a pretty painful scene. Um, uh, there's more seduction. Vivian has gone to seduce Bosley. They're making out, but then he's like, no, no, we got to be profesh. She, she kind of like for- tries to force herself on him. Yeah, she like climbs on top of him. And then when he's gone to get her a drink, she like roofies him. Yeah. It's quite aggressive. Yeah. Not cool. Meanwhile, the thin man kills Tim Curry. Uh, did not understand why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? Did they ever <laughs> I explain that? I didn't even think of that. I guess, oh. Is he knew too much? Maybe. I mean, I guess that at this point, that's the turning point because we think that the thin man works for him. But at this point, we realize oh, he doesn't. Right. I guess. Okay. I have so many questions. I guess. Um, assassins, sure. <laughs> assassins come to kill Natalie and Alex, but of course they both win. One of the assassins admits that Vivian is the one who sent him, so Knox's partner. Uh, after being shot at, Alex finally tells her boyfriend that she's not a bikini waxer. And he says, bummer, that was a turn on. Why? Also a little bit annoying that her secret job, I mean, her like oh, fake yeah. job was to be, was a bikini waxer. It was like, of course. I hated that so much. Vivian shows up at, uh, Knox's house and Dylan's there. She's naked. She has perfectly fashioned a dress out of the sheets. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it literally had like a sweetheart neckline. Like, yeah, it was like <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that was quite something. And then we see that Sam Rockwell's bad too. And he immediately turns evil and he's like, oh, you're good in bed, but you're dumb. Yeah, he immediately smokes a cigarette. That's how you know he's a bad guy. Yeah, this he turns true. around with a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> That's like actually literally what happens. Yeah. And then no. <laughs> Vivian points a gun at her, and it turns out they're after Charlie. Sam Rockwell shoots Dylan. She flies out the window, but we see she's actually avoided the bullet, and she's hanging by her sweetheart neckline mm-hmm. uh, out the window. She falls down to the backyard where, like, there's these little boys who help her. Um, <laughs> who have never seen a booby before. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you. You will see a booby. Uh, the girls meet up. Dylan tells them that the kidnapping was a setup, and they all go to Bosley's, but... Uh, their headquarters, I guess, which, which is where he lives, it seems. I guess so. Anyway, I'm, I'm not it sure. blows up and they almost get injured, but they don't. Uh, then they know that Bosley has been taken by Knox. So they know he's safe because they know that he wants to kill Charlie first before they ki- he kills them. Right, because he thinks that Charlie killed his father. Which, th- at this point in the movie, Maria said, I love this movie. <laughs> 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 this part really did it for you. 
No, because they all got back together and they were like gonna like you know yeah. I don't know. It was nice. It was triumphant. So they they realize that they're gonna use Knox's software to track Charlie and they're gonna use Red Star s- satellites to track to like find him. Mm-hmm. So that's why they wanted uh, to hack into their system because they needed their software in order to use both of them together to find Charlie. It's wild. Which it's is kind of complicated. Yeah. Except now you could just like add him on Find My Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Knox, uh, they also realize that Knox thinks Charlie killed his father because they were in the war together. It's so weird. Yeah, so he wants revenge. I think they could have done a better uh, job with like why they, they wanted to kill Charlie. The reason. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed kind of strange. Yeah, it was not really believable. Yeah. But we're not watching the movie for the plot, are we? <laughs> we're definitely not. Um, we're watching it for the cleavage. Of course. And the racism. <laughs> and the racism. <laughs> we love the racism. Bosley is essentially in a prison or like a Rapunzel tower. So Bosley makes his tooth recorder thing work. Uh, he broadcasts to the girls and they hear him in the amongst the rubble. Uh, and Natalie hears a bird in the background, and she knows where he is because that bird only lives in one place. Mm. So she's also an ornithologist. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Why not? She, it was they sold. It kind of sold it though, because she was like, "It's this kind of bird." And then the other girls were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And she was genuinely so excited. Uh, they get their scuba gear on. Uh, they still have their boobs out, despite wearing wetsuits. <laughs> they climb the rocks in high heels. And Cameron Diaz pulls her wetsuit down further yeah. as she's coming out of the water because yeah, there naked. wasn't enough cleavage. The, Dylan goes down to confront Knox. Vivian holds her at gunpoint again. Natalie goes to find Bosley. Alex hacks the system. In the midst of all this, Pete calls Natalie and she's all giddy and she's like talk. I guess the gag is that she's talking to him on the phone while she's like beating, rescuing yeah, other yeah. people. Yeah. Um, Anyway, there's this whole fight scene. I wrote details, but I was like, it really doesn't matter. No, it There's doesn't. a fight scene. They win. <laughs> Just know that those fight scenes are top-notch. Like, they're very well done. Yeah. Very, like, yeah. fun to watch. Apparently, yeah. they, the, the like, uh, Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and Drew Barrymore trained five days a week for eight hours a day for, like, three months. Wow. With a martial arts Wow. Teacher. I wonder if they still have any of that knowledge today. Like, if they could just whip out some sort of move. I don't know. Like but it's like when later. you cram something, you usually forget it before you use it. Good point. I was going to say muscle memory, maybe? Who knows? Mm. I'd love for someone to ask them that today. They end up on a helicopter, and there's this whole scene where they fight with Knox, and the helicopter explodes, and they land on the beach, and they are, end up at Charlie's beach house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go in, and he's not there, but he's clearly just been there. He's on the phone, though, somehow. Mm-hmm. And then they chill on the beach with Bosley and they have drinks and Dylan catches a glimpse of Charlie Mm -hmm. and the movie ends. Ta-da. Wow. That is just, that is the movie. Yeah. 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 What do we say? (laughs) I was surprised at some of the super racist stuff in the movie. Like there's so many things that I forgot about the movie, but there are also really fun parts that I um, forgot were there. Yeah. Like it. I guess it was a fun watch, but definitely. I, I saw a review on IMDb that said that it's quality, dumb, fun entertainment. Which oh, that's I think, exactly yeah, it. Pretty yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's a perfect summary. Yeah, there is a lot of weird racist stereotypes that are, like, really upsetting. <laughs> and, like, kind of, like, not even... They're done on purpose. There's defi- they're definitely, like, took some time, 
wrote that in, you know, took the time to put these actors in brown face. Mm-hmm. Like, why does going undercover have to mean playing other ethnicities? Why can't you just go undercover and wear a wig and, you know, be glasses a different job? Glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why do you have to be... Why did they have to dress up as men? Because <laughs> only men worked at that place. Because only... Mean, and the whole room full of engineers was men. Yeah. So sure, it would have been suspicious, I guess, if they were women. But... Uh, none of the other ones were necessary whatsoever. They could have just pretended they were like postal workers and gone to that guy's house instead of being like German. That's true. All the yodelers. all the plots were like all their like ways of getting information or whatever were I- incredibly convoluted with unnecessarily, completely unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And it made it worse that they were sexualizing all of these different cultures yes. too yeah. on top of that. Right, because they can't get anything done unless they're using their sexuality. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, obviously, like, we get that they're smart, always, but also they're incredibly hot. And that's mainly how they get. They use their sexuality as a means to an end. So they start whatever thing they do with their sexuality. Like, it starts as, oh, one of them is causing a diversion because her tits are out, while the other one can hack the, the mainframe. Like, it's always... The thing they do in the end is smart, but the way they get there is by using their sexuality. Yeah. Or their bodies or whatever. Which, like... Yeah. it's ti- It gets tiring, I think. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely... Um, like, I remember I read a quote that was like, it's a movie made mostly by men for men. Yes. Like, as empowering as it should be with all of these three badass ladies who are, you know, going undercover. Like, they're really smart. They can fight. But at the end of the day, it's just... The male gaze. Exactly. Yeah, totally. What... I mean... I didn't think of this movie as, like, that empowering, I don't think, as a kid. But I guess I didn't think of it as, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe how I how I felt about it. I think I think we, I guess me and Anastasia maybe thought it was empowering because, like, you didn't really get to see many women in, like, doing cool fight scenes. Yeah, that's true. Like, this is, I think, one of the first movies, if not the first one, where I saw, like, you know, the, like these women fighting. I, mean, I guess maybe like Trinity from The Matrix was another character, mm-hmm. but like, I think I saw Charlie's Angels before I saw The Matrix. Probably. And like, sh- sh- they were true. They're truly like, they're badasses. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I always felt like the Drew Barrymore of the three, and like she's the most like badass. I, I, I think like literally like she like you know is always in bar fights and stuff. And I'm like mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Like yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, it's like... As a I, kid, especially, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean... it's it's It walks this very fine line of, like, are they using their sexuality in an empowering way, or are they... Yeah. It, it, I don't know. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. No. no. I don't I, think it's empowering. And I'm not... And, and, and the, the scenes that I thought were empowering weren't the scenes where they were, like, Seduce. seducing people. It was the scenes where they were fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were the cool scenes to me. Mm-hmm. Like where they're like strong and fighting and like beating up these guys. Like so why did they have to have They didn't. Their boobs out all the time. They needed to make money, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine this film made in 2000 without the boobs. No one would watch it. That's true. What if they were just like three yeah. office workers <laughs> wearing cardigans <laughs> but also could like we're really strong yeah you know like no one would fucking have watch. either of you guys seen the new one uh-uh. no i wonder how that's handled in the new one i want to watch it but i'm not gonna go to theater yeah 
Sorry. Apparently Elizabeth Banks directed or did, yeah. is doing something with it. So at least there's that. Yeah. How did you feel being like having Asian heritage and like watching this film and all of the incredibly horrible racial stereotypes? Um, well, first of all, I was I feel like Lucy Liu was like the only she was like the only this is the only Asian character exactly yeah. mm-hmm. um, who wasn't a math nerd or wasn't like evil. So yeah. it was cool seeing her on screen and she's like stunning. Oh, oh my man. God. She's, she's also the coolest one. Yeah. She's like super smart in it. She's like very skin. put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her freckles. Oh, my God. So nice. Um, so that was cool to see. And I think that kind of overshadowed yeah. like just being so excited about having Uh, (laughs) representation it was that like all of the other stuff kind of was in the background like I don't really remember being super offended by yeah the other stuff like the um massage scene or the Mm -hmm. the party yeah that's so sad it's like take what you can get yeah exactly (laughs) and you were saying that the character of Vivian was originally supposed to be Asian yeah so I read they had written her as an Asian character evil woman the evil woman and then they cast Lucy Liu and they were like oh wait no we can only have yeah. one Asian in the movie. So then she's like played by a white woman. <sighs> That's really upsetting. Yeah, the the race is not handled at all delicately. No, no, uh no. it's if without that sort of thing, this movie would be so much better and so much more enjoyable to watch. It really dates it. Yeah, it does. It, yeah. yeah, it would hold up more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It uh, spoiler like this, it doesn't hold up. No. This, it really doesn't hold up. Yeah. Like it's tw- it's 20 years old shit oh my god yeah this is 2000 right they all three of them have aged very well and they're all still they all still have careers yeah that's true yeah what's cameron diaz doing these days she just had a baby with benji madden from good charlotte no they've been together for years yeah, like you decades. know what's so weird is okay you know how she used to date justin timberlake oh my what? god i forgot oh my god, about <laughs> Wow. So she used oh, to, she used to date Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel used to date Benji Madden. Whoa. And they switched. Wow. Wife and swap. Jessica Biel and, and yeah, they did a wife swap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Isn't that weird? What did Justin Timberlake and Cameron Diaz talk about? Being blonde. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. She's charismatic in this yeah. film. Yeah. Should mm-hmm. we get into the characters a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Sure. So uh, let's talk about Alex first. Um, she's the coolest one. She's the smartest one, I think. Mm-hmm. She's like the one who does all the computer hacking stuff. And she also knows like archery and she's an astronaut. Yeah. Uh, it really upset me that she reduced herself to... Uh, being someone's girlfriend? Being someone's girlfriend. Yeah. And that she first of all she chose this loser mm-hmm. as her boyfriend second of all for some reason her trying to fit in uh without her secret identity means that she's baking all the time she becomes very domestic yeah and it's clear she's that like she's like compensating bad at mm-hmm. by like baking him things and like taking care of him yeah and she's and bad she at lives baking. in her tra- in his trailer yeah why is she settling for this guy <laughs> she could have an astronaut <laughs> Yeah. She really could do better. Like, couldn't you be undercover at least with someone who's, like, smart or funny or cool? <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, that's weird. It, it's a really weird choice for her character, and mm-hmm. it bothered me a lot. Because um, we don't even get, like, a storyline, oh, she just wants to settle down and have kids or something. Mm-hmm. It's not like she doesn't need a boyfriend and for her character. No. doesn't need a boyfriend. Not at all. Especially not that one. 
Yeah, and <laughs> funny too is that one scene where he's actually on set for a movie, but it looks like it's her, and he's like about to propose to yeah. her, but it's like, no, psych. Yeah, so <laughs> he's not. It's not even like they're in love. And no. Why is she doing this? Is this truly like her, her being so committed to being undercover? It's not like she's using a fake name. Is it funny? Is it funny that she's dating Matt LeBlanc? I don't know. Was it then funny? No, it made me mad. Was it supposed to add more like personality or more of depth to her character where it's like, oh, she's, she's troubled. Like she has these troubles where she like, she's like a regular woman yeah, because of her job versus her relationship. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. And her, her job that she has told her boyfriend is that she's a bikini waxer. <laughs> Which is like, is anyone specifically a bikini waxer? It's also like this, the least sexy. Because like, the line that Matt LeBlanc has, it's kind of hot. Like, he's clearly never been waxed. He has no <laughs> idea what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I wonder if they picked that because they thought it would be a hot job. Like, guys would be like, ooh. That's insane. How <laughs> would that ever be considered? It's so medical and so, like... I guess it's like like guys being like, when I grow up, I'll be a gynecologist because I want to oh, be. God. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend waxes pussies for a living. She sees 700 pussies every day. <sighs> Hairy ones, too. <laughs> so Fuck hot. The 2000s. <laughs> Fuck that. I, I, they, I felt like her character has these moments of being so cool and so interesting, and they just do her dirty. Yeah, they do. It's really a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Dylan, Drew Barrymore? Maria, you said she's this was your favorite. favorite. I like her because she's like, okay, clearly part of, uh, one thing that I don't like about her character is that they, they, they do this thing where they imply that she has daddy issues because mm. she talks about like her dad and how he, she never met him and then how like some, for some reason Charlie now is her new dad and like uh, Charlie Knox is like makes a joke that she, there's another dad you're never going to meet or something. It's like, okay, She's cool, and she ha- goes into bar fights. That has nothing to do with her dad. She's just, like, a girl who likes fighting. She doesn't have to have a problem. Like, she's mm-hmm. just who she is. Yeah. And she's a badass, and she has the best outfits. I like hers the most. <laughs> um, I also ju- I think I just really like Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I still really like her. Mm-hmm. I just finished watching Santa Clarita Diet, and I'm, like, sad that it was canceled because... She's great. She's, she's charismatic. She she's cute. Yeah. I feel like... Her boobs are gorgeous. Like they look great in this movie. We saw a lot of them. Yeah, we, we did. did. She um was one of the producers, right? Of this movie. I think. Okay, here's one thing that I heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I think. And okay, I don't want to do her dirty, but I think she had something to do with the brown face scene. Oh, oh no! I know. I mean, I'm sure she wouldn't do this today. Yeah, I wonder if she's ever said anything. I don't think she has. I don't think they're trying to rehash these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone who's ever, ever been in brown face, I don't think they're, like, mentioning it Yeah, they're like, days. please go away, please go away, please yeah. go away. Oh, God. Justin Trudeau, we're looking at you. <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's upsetting. Yeah, but her like, character, I think, is fun. I think she gets into, I like that she gets into trouble. I like that she's kind of interested in, like, the, the guys that aren't good for her because, mm-hmm. I mean, who hasn't? I like that she's like kind of a troublemaker, but also she is still fighting for the greater good. She's sweet too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I really like the scene where she finds out that Charlie Knox is. It's not Charlie Knox. What's his name? I don't know. Something Knox. Johnny Knox. 
No. <laughs> it's not Charlie. That would be too Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh I just <laughs> spilled tea all over myself. I've been watching that tea for the past half hour, th- waiting for this to happen. I'm speaking very animatedly. Ah, why is it on me now? <laughs> it's fine. Break. I'll wipe it with my butt. Um... What was I saying? Um, Knox. Knox. Oh, yeah. I like that scene a lot because you get this really great kind of like steady cam going around all the characters. It's like a one shot where you see all the different characters Before doing stuff. she gets shot. And her reactions are like, I liked her face. Like she was like emoting this intense anger, but also like clearly she's thinking and forming a plan. And I just, I liked the way her face was. I think she overacts a bit, to be honest. <gasps> I find her face a little too expressive to the point that it's like, okay, we get it. You're being seductive. Okay, we get it. You're being angry. Like, I like her, but I don't know. There's so many reactions, like lingering reaction shots in this film that like (laughs) are just unnecessary. And that's me kicking some ass. (laughs) Yeah. Her lisp is intense in this movie. I, I like her though. I do. I do. Yeah, I agree. The daddy issues thing is is really frustrating. Um, basically, all of these women end up being reduced to their relationships with men. Yeah, yeah. That's Even true. though this movie passes the Bechdel, Bechdel. Bechdel test, it's still like they're always attached to some man. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's Charlie or if it's one of their boyfriends or if it's Knox or whoever Bosley, they are always referencing men or or. Kind of their identities are all formed in relation to these men. I hate their relationship with Charlie. I hate how giddy they get. Ew, me too. I feel like it's like a catfish's dream (laughs) to like be talking to three hot women and like they don't know what he looks like or who he is. I I hate it. I hate how like giggly they get. Like, Like, why? Is he paying them really well? I mean, they do drive great cars, but... Lucy Lou lives in a trailer <laughs> <laughs> with her loser boyfriend. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, he's definitely catfishing them. 100%. Right? Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. And you're right. The the whole like, oh, she doesn't have a dad, so she's latching on, latching to, on to Charlie. Charlie. Which isn't true. Like, they're just yeah. like putting that in the script for no good reason. Yeah. Just to make him evil, I guess. I don't know. What about um, Natalie? I like her. She was fun to watch. Yeah. Her, Drew Barrymore's face, like her smile and... Cameron Diaz. Oh, sorry, Cameron Diaz. It was like fun to watch. She's cute. Yeah. She's dorky. But some of it was a little too much. Yes. I think Cameron Diaz overacts. Oh, yeah, she does too. Lucy Liu's the only one who's like really actually good. <laughs> She's in my like, opinion. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I think Cameron Diaz is my least favorite. Or what's mm-hmm. her character's name? Natalie. Natalie. Natalie's my least favorite one. I, I like her because we see her taking her retainer out, and that's great retainer representation. <laughs> um, but kind of, it's this whole, like, oh, my God, she's so thin, she's so fit, she's so blonde and white and gorgeous, but, like, she's a dork. Yeah, that's true. Like, she's so dorky, but then she's actually really smart. Again, and another character who has to, like, have a man. Yeah, she's literally in the middle of rescuing her friends and her boss, and she's kicking ass and yet she still won't hang up the phone on this guy and then, yeah. and then she has a line where she's like kicking vivian vivian's ass and she's like do you know how hard it is to find a good man in la and it's like yeah she only really attacks vivian once she insults the guy like it's not backed up with rage that vivian's trying to kill all of her friends <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah she gets more angry when she hangs up the phone on him that that part's really annoying too mm-hmm. 
I mean, as far as the girls go, she's fine. Yeah. yeah. They're all fine. Yeah. She's a Jeopardy champion. Another unnecessary story. <laughs> <laughs> when did they have time to do all these things? Before they became spies, I guess. Or is this like, do I they mean, have clones? I That's guess the only way you could. <laughs> Sorry. I guess this is how they show that they know everything. Like, I mean, going on Jeopardy is not the same thing as knowing how to drive a race car when you're thrown into the situation. But it's like to show that they have vast knowledge of a bunch of stuff. I think feel like they were choosing jobs and skills that like men are, you know, do- yeah. like men do- dominated by men. Um, but it's like, no, they can do it too, but they're hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we just have Charlie's Angels with three ugly women? Or like regular looking it. women. Yeah. yeah. They don't have to be like, ugly, just <laughs> like truly with normal bodies. If these women were to spend as much time working as they do and like scuba diving and climbing and whatever, they would have no makeup. Their hair would be in a messy bun all the time. They might even shave their heads. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just for, for ease. They were climbing rocks in heels. Mm-hmm. That is not practical. No. I mean, I guess the heels come in handy when you're kicking. No. No, because then you always have like a gap between your, you know? Hmm. I don't know. I was thinking like pointiness. <laughs> you want to be able to stupid. use the ball of your foot. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's stupid. I, mean, I wonder how they the new movie does it. Like, we should probably watch it and then... Like, do they, like, they have boyfriends or like, do they care about guys as much or... Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. If Are they all straight? Ooh, do you think they made Kristen Stewart? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know anything about the new Me one. Me neither. At least they're not all white. Also, I feel like all the three uh, the three of them, Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, and Drew Barrymore, are really, like, fun, like, kind of, like, Hollywood mm-hmm. personas. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, and also, I think, so Drew Barrymore had been in this scene for a while. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, she'd been in stuff. She'd been in stuff. I think they'd all been in stuff. So they're already, like, known yeah, you're right. That does kind of add an element of fun to it. Mm-hmm. I think this movie did well. It did. It did. I yeah. think I think the the star power that was they the three of them pulled did really well. Mm-hmm. And Bill Murray as Bosley. What did we think about him? Weird. It was weird that he was so incompetent. Like mm-hmm. he had to be saved every time. Too. Bosley's supposed to be incompetent. I think. And here's another thing that I want to know: compared to this TV series, are they like pulling tropes from there? Like mm-hmm. they think Bosley from the TV series was supposed to be a dum dum, and like in the TV series, like the girls love Charlie. Like there's some sort of yeah. relationship that builds for some. Maybe they explain why they love him so much. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, or like how they met, or I don't know something. Yeah, their relationship to Bosley, I found it to be a little strange. It's like he's kind of fatherly to them, but like... They hug a lot. They hug a lot. There's a lot of physical touching. He gives them advice, but also they've lived a hundred lives more than him. What's his story? We don't know. That's true. It was very European of them to be like all on the same couch, like caressing each other. (laughs) I also read that like Bill Murray was just not pleasant on set and, and that he and Lucy Liu got into like a fist fight. Oh yeah, he apparently said something like... Oh, Drew Barrymore is talented, and so is Cameron Diaz, but why are you here? Oh, or something like that. horrible. But he later denied it and said that it was because um, he thought the lines were so ridiculous, mm. that. but she took it personally as, like, an attack on her. Okay. I mean, don't say shit like that to your co-actor. Yeah. Don't say shit like that. It's insulting. Oh, my God. I'm sure he's sexist as hell. Isn't he, doesn't he, like, show up at people's weddings and, like... Yeah. Oh, God. I watched a documentary about it. 
There's a full documentary about that? About him, like, about people meeting him randomly, yeah. It's, like, fun and, and funny, but at the same time, it's, like... Stop doing it. When you get into it, it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, his character was just meh. Yeah, agreed. I guess he was comic relief, ultimately. So there's some... Co- there was some... Yeah, there were some funny. funny parts. We were laughing out loud. I don't remember what they were. Me neither. Oh, I think we were laughing a lot at, like, the crazy um, action. Because some of the fight yeah. sequences were so wild. At some point, <laughs> Liz Lou jumps up in the air, somehow makes her body horizontal, <laughs> kicks a guy in the chest, and then Drew Barrymore catches her. It's like, it's and then so swings w- her around and like knocks <laughs> yeah. down five people in it's, one go. It's so wild. It's like, take the Matrix, take like some like crazy kung fu film, take like Into the Badlands, yeah. mix them all together. It, it, yeah, the, the, mo- the moves are martial arts moves, I guess. But like all I could think about being in VFX production was, oh my God, these wire removals. What mm-hmm. a nightmare. They're ob- they're so obviously on wires because they're constantly defying gravity. Yes, they're flying yeah. into the air. And then also like one kick sends them crashing out a window and like falling down 10 stories. Yeah, their strength is doesn't make sense. No, no, no. It's all disproportionate. The, the stunts are great though. I think I said that earlier, but like yeah, I really enjoyed the fight scenes. Yeah, they was, were, it was exciting. It was a good pace. It was, yeah, it was yeah. exciting to watch. Yeah, whoever choreographed it. Good job. Yeah, we respect you. Um, okay, the boyfriends we already kind of talked about. They all suck. They yeah, all suck. they all suck. I mean, Luke Wilson was fine, but like, he's, the thing is, like, she's like so gung-ho about him. They've spent like three seconds together. Yeah. They made at like this, uh, the Asian themed party yeah. for some reason, and they spend literally like three seconds and then she's like, I just, I just like you and can we like go out? And he's like, yeah, I mean, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it was weird. She also, when she's talking to him, comes across as so vapid. Ditsy. Yeah. When really she's so damn smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you know what? I just realized something. They say, they say this thing like, oh, he speaks Natalie. So I think the, the reason for their attraction is that they're both kind of ditzy and kind of aloof. And that's why they want yeah. they yeah. kind of are a match. Because I think in that scene when she was trying to ask him out, no, uh, I think they were expecting like no other guy would have said yes because she was just being a freak which is oh ridiculous God. because she's cameron diaz she's gorgeous and yeah. she's fit and rail so thin <laughs> yeah you're right it's like implied oh she finally found someone who will like her oh yeah, yeah finally yeah. <laughs> jesus if she like can't find a dude <laughs> like the bluest eyes <laughs> stupid so, so stupid. stupid i i mean the the romantic storylines were all unnecessary in my opinion yeah they were so oh, dumb drew Barrymore's boyfriend quote-unquote is an autistic character yeah oh yeah the the jad yeah he refers to himself in the third person i mean i don't want to insult autistic people that way like <laughs> i don't know why they again like whose choice was this was it the actors was it drew barrymore's choice what what could possibly again this like gorgeous you know <laughs> fit woman find in how did they meet why are they in his boathouse it's literally his house that is a boat mm-hmm. yeah and he like doesn't speak he speaks like caveman and yeah. in third person he refers to himself as the chad he doesn't blink he doesn't make eye contact no he calls her starfish starfish, starfish. my starfish ew <laughs> what's going on it's just strange is like, it just because they were dating in real life i don't know i don't know yeah they were no because dating. even if they were dating in real life 
just make him something else. <laughs> Don't make him that character. <laughs> Again, it makes you so sad. It's like this woman is the coolest woman on the planet, and this is who she's dating. Yeah. Uh, what does that, that mean? Bo- that one was, was really like. It's funny because you would never see a man like super character like that having a really weird, strange girlfriend. So true. Like it's always like another hot girl. Yeah, some with hot, hot guy, cool girl. Yeah, yeah. Never in a million years. You're exactly right. He would win the affection of some hot supermodel. Exactly. There is a funny scene with the Chad though in the beginning when he's like jumps into the water. There's like a good physical comedy moment. <laughs> I did like Tom that. Green is funny. It's just it's so strange. It's so stupid. Like these women are so cool. They could have such better boyfriends. Seriously. Why are they all dating idiots? And why do they have to even date anybody? I, know. Yeah, I guess he's just... the only one who kind of comes in handy because he has a boat and they can sure. get to yeah. a boat. But So like fine if they had to include that in the storyline. <laughs> but, but why no do they have one... to date? Everyone else is useless. Yeah. Like Matt LeBlanc. They're useless. Not even, he's not even hot. No. I think he was hot in the 2000s. Tom Green? Oh no, Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I lived in a parallel universe. (laughs) Yikes. All right, let's talk about the fashion because it's pretty great. It's kind of, I kind of liked it again. Like it was, uh, it was the good version of the 2000s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except for um, French manicured toes. Mm. Yeah, that's no go. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. I liked Drew Barrymore's hair because I want this to come back in fashion because she just had like messy uh, morning hair, but then she had like, Four or five just randomly curled pieces or in like it. crimped pieces. Crimped. I kind of want to do that. Spiraled. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, this is a hairstyle that I could master. Sort of curly, sort of not, sort of frizzy, sort of straight. I think that kind of is our hair. Yeah. We but should bring it back. You should. I actually liked it. I liked it too. She looked good. She did. She looked cool. The, yeah. Oh, here's the one thing I didn't like. You know, like in the early 2000s when people would wear like baby blue eyeliner? Mm. That oh, was yeah. a lot. With a red lip. Like, that's too much color on your face. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I think at one point, Drew Barrymore had green eyeshadow and red lipstick. Ew. And it was not a good look. Yeah, and there are, like, some, like, very light eye colors that were, like, ugh. I mean, at least they didn't have glitter. Lucy Liu had an amazing cat eye, though. Oh, Throughout the yeah. film. Oh, yeah, she did. Her hair also was so beautiful. She's so fucking Cameron hot. Diaz had bad hair in this Yeah, movie. she did. She almost had a mullet. Yeah, it was very short. So did the evil lady. Blonde. And didn't look healthy. Her hair didn't look like... It's been bleached. It's been straightened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ends might be split. They definitely were. Yeah. I liked... Okay. As much as I found the, the outfits upsetting in a lot of ways, there is something that I really liked about like a sexy set of coveralls. Like when they were being the mechanics or when they were wearing their wetsuits and they had what is normally a very kind of masculine style, but then they had it very fitted and feminine part of me did like that it's kind of it's fun yeah. yeah drew barrymore looked really good she did in, when she was in that car with the the coveralls yeah with like the cinched waist yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they wear a lot of pleather and leather yeah, yeah yeah a lot of uh pleather pants yeah with like different which is the least practical material for fighting crime oh my god they would get so hot no it's not practical at all like the leather pants would split <laughs> <laughs> imagine peeling those off at the end of the day after like doing martial arts all day Ugh. they wouldn't come off you'd have to like cut them off <laughs> <laughs> they're a bit rich so they can afford to cut off their pants at the end of the day are they rich i, I think do they get paid well charlie's a millionaire <laughs> yeah but 
I don't know. I feel like, or are they borrowing all of Charlie's stuff for the missions? I don't know. Like his cars? I mean, he's providing resources to them for sure. But what exactly? We don't know. I can't imagine they're paying out of pocket. <laughs> they just love this job so much. They well, they do it. love Charlie. That's so. true. Yeah, Charlie's a credit card probably that they just charge everything to. They're like, I need an alteration made on this mechanics suit. Please make it as cleavagey as possible. <laughs> yeah, whoever was making their costumes must have been like, what the fuck am I making again? Oh, a wetsuit with, like, the nipples cut out. Weird. <laughs> That's strange, but all right. Um, I have a quote from McGee, the director, yeah. about the costumes. Um, so he was like, I'm like this knucklehead from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I never got any girls growing up. And oh. then I find myself looking over my shoulder, and Cameron Diaz is there in a bikini, and Drew Barrymore is in a little Swiss Miss costume, and Lucy Liu has got this leather dominatrix thing. He said, um, it was unbelievable. Oh my oh god. god. Like, how disgusting is, is that? Is that why he made this whole film? Probably. Because he never got girls in Kalamazoo, Mich- Michigan. That is. Okay, I hate this whole film now. I hate it. I hate this guy. That's gross. Imagine. Oh my god, you're the actress and your director says shit like that in public? Yeah. I'm gonna spit on this guy's face. I truly would. I truly wanna know, like, what it was like on set and what he, mm-hmm. he was instructing the actors to do like what was he saying to lucy Liu in the shot where the frame is filled up by her ass like what what is he what how is he what is he saying to these women how is he directing how is he directing them yeah like did they were they they must have been how did they not uh, go home at the end of the day and just like cry gross yeah Yeah. this movie is so male gazy it is really which is sad because drew barrymore had a big part in it and she bought the rights to it and everything too, and she probably could have had a bigger voice and mm-hmm. in all of it. But or maybe she did, and she just was okay she, with it. Yeah, which is even sadder. Yeah, that's even more upsetting than McGee, yeah. you know, throwing the women under the bus. It is twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes ago. No, twenty years ago. I wonder, like, okay, how old were we in two thousand? Seven or eight. Right. I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't have double second thought about that. No. We weren't really thinking about... No, we weren't old enough to think critically about it. Yeah. But even, like, I don't know, like, no one was... It wasn't in the zeitgeist. I guess not, yeah. I wonder, I wonder what else... What other films... Not to, like, forgive them for all this, but I'm just wondering what else was going on in Hollywood at this time. I'm sure every movie that from 2000 that we'd rewatch, it would be similar. But also, I feel like at the time, this was, like, a breakthrough movie for women. Mm-hmm. So I think that was probably... Mm-hmm a big focus of it too i think it's exactly what you said in about the representation with lucy Liu. Mm-hmm. is you were so excited about that nugget of of representation that, yeah that po- one positive that you kind of are able to turn your blinders on for the rest of the negatives it's the same thing with the representation of women it's like i mean charlie's angels has existed since the 70s but to see these three women doing martial arts on screen and kicking ass is really cool and yeah. so, so you can forgive you can all forgive the, the fact that it's all done through a male straight male lens exactly which then no longer (laughs) we do not forgive no and uh cameron diaz was paid 12 million dollars to drew barrymore's nine million dollars lucy Liu was paid one million dollars that's insane oh my god 
Yeah. Julie has this great quote about fuck you bunny. Have you ever heard this? No. She's like, I don't remember where this is from, but this is from an interview with her. And she's like, my father always taught me to like have my own money and not to rely on anyone else. And I, he called, I call that fuck you money. And then she's like, Cause then when I when people are like, "Hey, do you want to do this job or you want to do this or whatever?" I can just be, "No, fuck you. I have money." <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. It sucks that that was not the case on this film. Yeah, that's. Um... I mean, first of all, they should all have been paid more. The budget for this movie was like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, definitely. Um. Wow. So even twelve million dollars, like, is not that much. Mm-mm. But one million dollars? That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. She probably made less than Charlie, the fictional character, yeah, the in guy whose face film. we never yeah, see. Because he at least was from the '70s show, yeah. So he had whatever, and he's a white dude, I'm sure. So that's that, that's really frustrating. I hate that fact. I hope that she's getting paid a lot more now because she's amazing. She's gorgeous. She's the best one. She's a good mm-hmm. actress. Pay her more. Apparently, also Angelina Jolie was offered the role of Alex. She turned it down, saying that she wasn't a fan of the original series. Um, hmm. Then it was offered to Jada Pinkett Smith, oh. who declined it because she had another uh, thing to shoot. And Tandy Newton was cast, but had to leave due to freak weather, which caused Mission Impossible 2 to overrun its shooting schedule. So huh. it was always, I guess, they were planning to make it a somewhat famous actress, which is interesting. And I also Sorry, read... which character is this? Alex. Lucy, Lucy Liu. Liu. Yeah. Interesting. I also read that they asked the original angels from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them said she would do it if she could be Vivian. And they said no. The, why not? I don't know. Okay, weird. And then yeah. Farrah Fawcett said she would do it, but only if she could be the voice of Charlie. And they said no. But like, oh, how fucking cool would that, that have been? been yeah, cool. that would have been great. Yeah. I wonder if she's... Charlie's voice in... No, I think Charlie is a man in the new one, but um, Elizabeth Banks is Bosley. Okay. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Why can't they work for a badass woman? Yeah. Her name could be Charlotte. <laughs> Even Charlie. Yeah, her name's Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, like her real name could be Charlie. Yeah. I mean, I like it's Charlotte. That. That's what should be next. That's the next step. <laughs> in 10 years, we remake the remake of the remake of the remake. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, why not? And we just know. cast regular looking woman. <laughs> yeah. Melissa McCarthy has a bit part in this movie. Cast her as one of the angels. Yeah. There's no, that's the one thing is, yeah, sure, all of these, now they have like more racially diverse, maybe uh, their sexual orientation is more diverse, but there's no body diversity. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. And there probably never will be for Charlie's Angels. For Hollywood. Yeah. For Hollywood at all. Ugh. It's okay. We're, we're fine with our bodies. <laughs> we don't need anyone to tell us how to be. <laughs> okay. Did this movie hold up? No. No. Did you enjoy it, though? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think we we all laughed a yeah. lot at some parts. It was it exciting. Was, it was exciting. It was fun. But there were many moments where we all kind of looked at each other and were like, oh, God, no. <laughs> it's like equal parts fun and cringe. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's true. I, I, yeah. It's also kind of like, sometimes we talk about it sometimes. It's like, I, I watched this film with, like, the and it brought me back to like when I was younger and the excitement that I felt when I was younger mm-hmm. and like play fighting and wanting to be like kind of like kind of like Drew Barrymore like kind of a badass who fights and like mm-hmm. gets into trouble as a troublemaker you know and I watched it with a with obviously like a 2020 lens which is like uh, yeah not most like 50 percent of the movie doesn't hold up mm-hmm. but the other 50 percent, which is fun and exciting and fighting and mm-hmm. you know explosions and and as well it's well um 
it's well executed mm-hmm. um the fight scenes are really fun the cinematography is cool and interesting mm-hmm. the actors are dynamic like there are positives yeah i agree but then there's a lot of really big negatives what would you guys rate it out of five mushus one being the worst five being the best um i would rate it two mushus maria i still enjoy it I, i'm gonna give it like three okay yeah i would give it two mushus but three if we could watch it on a big screen because it's really fun oh <laughs> that's okay yeah that's fair and i think if we could like watch it again in theaters i would really really like that which charlie's angel would you be I mean, I want to be Alex, but I'm obviously Natalie. No, you can you can say that. <laughs> you don't have to say that. You can that. be whoever you want to be. It's who you want to be. You can I be. I want to be Alex. You can be Alex. Okay. You can you can be an Asian woman. <laughs> you can be whatever you want to be. That's the message of this story. You can be a belly dancer. You can be a German <laughs> yodeler. Yodeler. You can be an Asian massage therapist. That's it. Those are all the things you can be. How about you? I would be Alex, but without the shitty boyfriend. Yes. Yes. Dump him. Dump him. Unless, I mean, he's, well, is he rich? Uh, well, whatever. No, dump him. Yeah, dump him. <laughs> Get rid of him. He should have been in that trailer when it was shot down. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he needs a haircut. His bangs were so bad. They're weirdly piecey and greasy. Yeah. They must have, like, gelled them. Gelled, gelled them. Each <laughs> strand of hair in a different um who was your least favorite bad guy the thin man he's gross but i liked him he's a good character yeah he's a good character um the actor hated his all of his lines so he wanted to not have a speaking line which worked so much better Mm -hmm. but i wonder if he still got paid as if he spoke (laughs) probably yeah he's a white man yeah Yeah, probably (laughs) (laughs) he probably got more than lucy lou oh fuck oh i wonder how much he got paid me too. So we are Charlie's Angels right now. We're them. We are. Which one but would you be, Maria? Natalie? I'd be Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Who, which one's your least favorite? Honestly, probably Dylan. Sorry. That's okay. I would say Dylan, too, yeah. actually. Really? I don't like Cameron Diaz. I think she's cute. She's my least favorite. And, like, um, sincere. And plus, I probably have to be her. <laughs> so you have to like her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but realistically, we have... The crazy one, the Asian one, and the other one. <laughs> the, it doesn't the have dork. to be that way. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Making strides, people. Well, on that note, I don't have anything left to say. I'm thinking about, like, if there's... There wasn't... Yeah, I guess there wasn't that much else to the movie except, like, kind of, like, dumb escapist entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With all its problems, except you can't escape because then you're the next scene. There's brown face. <laughs> yeah, no, not anymore. <laughs> I can't believe I, I, that how like radically things have shifted and now like for the better. I hope like we we're just not accepting these things anymore. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if in twenty years time though someone will be talking about a movie now and say, "Wow, that was really problematic." I'm sure they're like will. the new Charlie's Angel. But you know what? That's good. That means we're growing and evolving as a society. That's true. And then we're not just like okay with the status quo. That's a good note to end on. <laughs> okay. Don't say anything else. <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Well, on thanks that for being note. here, Ashley. Yes. You're welcome. Are thanks you gonna, for having me. Are you going to teach this movie in your future classes as a teacher? Yeah. We'll really break it down. Talk about gender roles. We really could. You could. You should have us in. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. We should yeah. have us in sexy outfits. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll be dressed like Lucy Lou when she's like the professor to the engineers. No, that'll be me. You guys can. Oh, yeah. We'll be dressed up as men. Nice. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Look forward to it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, should we tell people to subscribe or something? Give us an iTunes review. We're charting. We want to hear what you guys think. We're like number 279 (laughs) on the comedic TV show and movie podcast. Someone called us comedic. I don't know. Really? It's true. I'm putting that in my on my CV for <laughs> <Number> 279. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you give us stars, five of them, we'll give you candy. Okay. 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 <laughs> on that note. Bye. bye. <laughs>